cold brew coffee with clean, simple ingredients. Quite simply, it is one of our favorite beverages here at the Rock Savages podcast. One of the best single source and mindful coffee brands on the market today is Caveman Coffee Company. Go to their website today, cavemancoffeeco.com, and check out their excellent cold brew nitro, saber-tooth dark roast, vanilla latte, and much, much more. That way you guys can support small business and this podcast by entering promo code ROCK at checkout, R-O-C-K at checkout, to receive 15% off every single order now and forever. And be sure to live your best pirate life with Caveman Coffee Company. Boom, what's going on? Dave's here. No, he's not. Paul had prior engagements, but we're doing this real quick. This is the last minute. Um, We got an interview with Kurt Winstein from Crowbar. We're going to talk to him shortly. Um, Crowbar has a live stream, and that is this Saturday. This Saturday, February 20th, 2021, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tickets are nine bucks. Uh, the link is in the Crowbar Music Instagram bio. You can get it there or go to livefrom.events forward slash crowbar and buy your tickets now. It's only nine bucks. It's probably going to be worth every dime. What do you think of that, Dave? I think it's fucking fantastic. I mean, we did that one. It was yeah. uh, that, that clutch one we did over here. I mean, you know, the uh, the... The quality was amazing. I mean, and it was almost, it was kind of like you were there, you know, the guy, you know, Neil's yeah. sitting there talking and stuff and, uh, you know, it was kind of, yeah. it was kind of cool. You know, I mean, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to really interact unless you're sitting there typing and then he's looking at the thing going, Oh yeah. Hey, Hey Penelope. Uh, Hey, uh, Hey Jim, you know, and it's like, talk, but, but I mean, it still is kind of cool cause it, it kind of personalizes it yeah. yet you're not there. So it's right. kind of like giving you more, but giving you less at the same time. It works out. Right. They're like kind of doing a, a live chat and it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's what we have right now with all this bullshit COVID going on, but hopefully this summer we'll uh, start to see some shows. When you, you say know. when you say bullshit COVID, do you mean during these uncertain times? The uncertain bullshit COVID times. <laughs> I mean, everyone's pretty much over it. I'm fucking over it. You you are. All of us are. But uh, you know, we'll get through it, man. The live streams help. Listening to music helps. That's for damn sure. You know, I think I think I think even the live stream uh, takes uh, anybody can do it. You know, just like uh, <laughs> I know it's kind of funny. Any, anybody can do a podcast. I mean, within reason. Right. Like podcasts have jumped up. You a lot know, of people do tenfold. But I mean, uh, anybody can get stuff out there because we've had to get things out there in different ways and alternative um, forms of media. And uh, it's it's kind of cool seeing stuff. You know, everybody's just jumping out of the woodwork and being like, "Oh, right. hey, we're gonna go live and do this," and it's. It's kind of cool. I, I gotta say, it's. Uh, I never thought I'd like it, but you look at it and you're like, oh, so and so is gonna play a concert in, you know, Kennebunkport, Maine, and I'm right. never gonna go to Kennebunkport, Maine, right. but I can go there on my TV. I think that's a it's a it's a good side effect of the whole COVID era. Is like this is gonna develop a way for bands to you know promote themselves even more. Let's give this guy a call. Who are we calling? What's his name? Crowbar. Mr. Crowbar. Man. No, it's Kurt. 
Winstein from Crowbar and the Mighty Down, which we're all jazzed about. We got a long history with Crowbar, man, so maybe we'll get into that. Let's give it a shot and see if Kurt's ready. Maybe he's washing his hair. Beard. Sorry. Oh, the person no. who called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Uh oh. We'll call we'll call back in a minute. His voice sounds way different than I thought it would be. I don't know, it could it could have been a girl. I don't know, bro. I, I mean it sounds like he's gargling razor blades when he's singing and it was like, you know, real soft when he's not singing. It's that's kind of amazing, really. I like that sound, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the gargling razor blades. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're gonna leave that in the podcast, dude, because we don't do much editing on this damn thing. We'll, we'll try again in a minute or two. We can just, like, call some people and do some, you know, crank calls or whatever, you know? I mean, yeah. go back to, like, the 90s. I was just, I was wondering if it was the wrong number. Mm. Should ask him if his, like, refrigerator's running or he's got Prince Albert in a can. You know, you never know. We'll give it a shot in another minute or two. Bring This is the life of a podcaster. It happens a lot. Um, you know, he's down in New Orleans, I think, so, um, you know. <laughs> Who knows what's going on down there? We'll try and get into it with him. Make it happen. Now, I don't mean to sound funny, but like New Orleans is the same time zone as us. No, are they? No, I don't think they are, dude. So we're doing 6.30. Does he like... Is that 6.30 our time? 6.30 his time? 6.30 our time, dude. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Hey, look that up. So is so, we're in different time zones for sure. I think they're an hour behind us or an hour in front. Uh, it would be behind. It wouldn't be in front. But <laughs> just uh, kind of no, wondering. It's, it's, it's six thirty um, Eastern Standard, my man. Hmm. No, we we established that. See, I mean, uh, when you're doing these podcasts, the time zones are are a bitch sometimes. Yeah. Like we're doing a we're doing another podcast on Sunday. I'm not going to tell you who, but they are oh. in overseas and they're six hours ahead of us. So uh, it's gonna be an early podcasting day for us. I think because they're in, like there's the French influence in New Orleans. I think it's Central Standard. Does that sound right? St- Central Standard time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. C- yeah. CST, my man. Yeah. Hold on one second. All right, we got Kirk on the line from Crowbar. How's it going, my man? Oh, going good. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Um, pumped to talk to you. I know you have a live stream coming up this Saturday, February 20th, right? 4 yep, PM the 20th. 4 yeah, 4, 4 Eastern, yeah. 1 p.m. Pacific. See, that's the, that's the weird thing about these live streams is, like, you got to kind of dial everyone in. It's like, what's the perfect time to do it, you know? Yeah, and I mean, the first one we did, we did it a little bit later, but then it kind of – we also did it on a Wednesday, which was kind of strange. Um, I mean, doing it on a Saturday, you know, like if we do it at four, uh, four Eastern, you know, it's, it's three here in New Orleans by us. And then, um, you know, it's not nine o'clock in, in England, 10 o'clock in, in, you know, Germany and the rest of Europe. So it's not too late on a, on a Saturday night or anything. Right. So it's just really difficult because people do purchase them from all over the world, you know? So, right. Yeah, it's very weird. The internet's like broken everything wide open, so it's hard to. It's kind of oh, tough to navigate. Time. 
Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, this isn't your first uh, live stream with Crowbar. I mean, you guys did one with Clutch, and that's the one you're talking about, right? Back in the day? Yeah, that was the one that was on. But we all we did another one of our own as a headliner as well. And then, of course, I did what the one with Down. Right. Uh, so, you know, getting getting kind of used to them. I mean, it's still, it's still very strange, but it, just in the sense that, you know, you can't. I mean, you know, there's no crowd, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, but at least we get to jam, so that and it's something for the fans, and you know, we right. really we enjoy ourselves, and we really appreciate, you know, the, the support from the fans. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, we and us as fans appreciate it too, dude. I mean, it's it's something I think we all need right now for sure. It. Uh, I have a question though, because we're musicians too, so I'm kind of nerdy yeah. about this stuff. Dave's here with me from uh, the Rock Savage podcast as well. Yeah. But we're. Uh, Oh, cool. We're, we're musicians too, so when you guys set, how do you set up a live stream as a band? Do you kind of set it up as a gig? You got monitors and stuff. You got a PA, and you're you're jamming out, or is it more like a not recording? not not PA, just just monitors and record. You know, like uh, I mean, I'm the only one who's like basically, uh, Tommy, our drummer, has has a a wedge behind, you know, back by him, right? And I have like two wedges up front by my mic, and then the other two guys just can rely off the the stage volume you know whatever right. so uh so there's no pa system because we're not playing you know to anyone right. um so it, it, it's 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 a little strange in fact i was talking to to jamie josta about it you know like about a about a week and a half ago or something and uh i said dude i said if you ever did one with hate breed i said you would be completely lost because you know i'm like the whole thing for him is getting the crowd into it, getting the circle pits going, all that kind of stuff, you know? And <laughs> I mean, you can't, you know, you can't really, you know, there's no, obviously there's no interaction with the fans because, you know, I mean, you can't really, what are you going to tell them? Let me hear, you know, Hey, everybody scream. Woo. <laughs> right. you know, I mean, you, you can't hear them. Right. So, uh, it, but it, it's a, it's a good outlet. It's a good thing to do. You know, it's, it's, it's great to be, you know, just to be jamming. I mean, we look forward to, we, we always put a few, few different songs into the set list from the previous one so uh you know stuff that we've never played before and, and a few surprises here and there so you know we're, we're looking forward to it big time yeah it seems uh, I'm, I'm, uh the fans are appreciative and like musicians are too because it's uh, the bigger bands like you guys you're, you're kind of navigating this these strange waters trying to figure it out you know and then it'll give us a template to like maybe do that in the future because honestly i don't think these live streams are going away after COVID's so. over, yeah. you know? No, no, I don't either. I mean, it's, 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 it's too easy. Um, it really is, you know? Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it, it's definitely another outlet, you know, and another way to, uh, you know, to, for, for the fans and the band, you know, for the band to be able to jam and the fans to be able to enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think people are going to continue to do them, you know, especially if you do something where it's a, a big lineup, I mean, you, you could, you know, I mean, like we were talking earlier, you know, the, the time is is kind of crazy. But, I mean, if you did something with, you know, five bigger bands or something, that was almost like a little mini festival or something. You know, you can you can right. do it with bands from all over without anybody even having to travel. Right. You know, and it, 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 it is a cool thing. You know, it's just it, there's no perfect time, you know. Right. So, I mean, we try to. Well, that's that's why when you purchase, you, you get a code. So right. like you know we'll be airing at four four Eastern, um, and then twenty four hours later you can use that code for I think for for two days for forty eight hours and watch it again you know like a, so I mean people I 
have to work or something, you know, and are unable to watch it actually live. They, right. they, they, they do get emailed a code that, and you know, it, it's, it's pretty simple to do. Um, and they can watch it, watch it at, at, at their own leisure, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good thing. Good thing. We, uh, we watched the down live stream. When was that? A couple months ago now, back in what? October? Yeah, it was August. Yeah, that's in, 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 in August. Oh, really? Damn, man. Time yeah, I think flying. it was August 20. Well, yeah, you know what? It was August 29th because it was uh, anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. So. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah, time is flying. Yeah, um, that, yeah that, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the down thing was, you know, a much bigger production, but that was that was a blast. It really, you know, when it went great, you know, we had a good time. Uh, and, I, you know, I hadn't played with the guys in seven years, but we really did a lot. Ooh, excuse me, we did a whole lot of rehe- rehearsing and preparation with the down one because, right. you know, we won't, we had to go back and learn, you know, stuff we hadn't played in forever or, or you know, right. and, and whatnot. So um, it was a, it was a much you know, much more work put into it, but it, it was extremely successful. You know, we, we, you know, which we were happy for. Uh, you know, we, we, we enjoyed ourselves, so it was great. Yeah, and it's it's a bummer because I mean that the whole 25th anniversary of Nola tour was going to happen, and that's what we had to do instead. You know, to 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 see any kind of any kind of tour like or you know any kind of tour experience like gig experience, but it's like. Is there are there plans to reschedule that tour? It'll probably be like the twenty sixth anniversary or whatever. But. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, I mean, I think we would, we would like to do another another live stream and maybe you know some shows here and there. It's just everything's still so up in the air. Right. You know, I mean, like, uh, you know, we were, geez, we were scheduled to do the, uh, you know, Sepultura, Sacred Reich, uh, Crowbar, and another band i think called after the shock and um we were scheduled to to do that in march of of 2020 then it got postponed and postponed again and now it's been moved to november starting up in uh in uh copenhagen denmark so it got moved over overseas i think things are a little more under control over there i'm guessing i don't know but um you know that there's you know there's a there's a it was it was moved, so you know we're set to start November fourth in Copenhagen. Nice, yeah. A lot of bands are going over to Europe. All them witches just booked a tour. It feels good to see tour dates because this, as a fan, this is the time of year that all everyone's announcing their tour dates for spring and summer. You know, so it's like we don't get them this year, and we're jonesing, dude. I mean, live streams aside, is it killing you to have not been on stage for this long? Is this like is this your longest break ever from being on stage? Do you think? Yeah, it, it is without a doubt, and. Um, because the actual, the last time we were actually on a real stage was in early December, 2019 in Australia. Last show we played with like a real show in a, in a real venue was, uh, was, um, in Melbourne, Australia. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it, it's very weird because I mean, since I began playing shows, it, it, it's, it's not, it, it's never been near this long to being able to, to get on stage and, and really play, you know? Yeah, man, it's a drag. I mean, are there any plans for doing like a crowbar U.S. tour yet, or is just like you said, it's just too locked down? Like the booking agents just aren't doing it yet. The venues. Yeah, it's too. I mean, you know, I mean, chances are, you know, the best best thing we can hope for is that everything's okay with this several tourist sacred right, you know, thing uh, in in November, and 
you know, hopefully, you know, like, I mean, just from everything I'm hearing, you know, hopefully maybe by the, you know, by the beginning of next year, we can, we can do things uh, more normal, you know, but there's nothing, nothing much going on in the U.S. that I know of. I mean, there's some, some, you know, places that are having shows, but you, you can't, you can't do a tour because there's too many, you know, there's too many places that, that aren't allowing, you know, live music um, or, you know, such a small, you know, 50% capacity or 25% capacity or whatever it might be. It's like financially, it, it makes no sense whatsoever to try to even do a tour. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. I was just sitting here thinking uh, when you were talking about, you know, going over in Europe and stuff. And uh, it got me thinking when you were talking about uh, the time zones and stuff and, and it made more sense. Cause you know, me and me and Bo have never, uh, never been to Europe for a show or played a show, but uh, we've been all over other places and we never even thought about going ahead in time, you know, to make sure that we <laughs> right, were appeasing right. the fans ahead of time instead of just the ones three hours behind. But when you go and, and think about, it, I mean, just getting out there and doing, doing what you can, where you're at, you know, over in Europe or whatever. And then, I mean, I guess we're just going to have to sit over here and do the live stream, which wouldn't even have been thought of like when wouldn't even have been thought of even, you know, five, 10 years ago. I mean, We've come from no, totally, totally. Yeah, we come from a time where me and Bo both share a guitar player in our bands because our bands are very incestuous around this area. Where you know, a drummer's here, a guitar player's yeah, there, and, for sure. You know, right, I right. mean, everybody's sharing sort of like people. New Orleans, dude. And uh, yeah, big time. <laughs> guitar players down in D.C. and we just we put him in on on Zoom, and we were like, we got to be kidding me, you know? This this uh, his. <laughs> his cabinet's sitting right next to my bass rig, you know, and, uh, and he's, he's looking at me on a computer screen, but I mean, I would have never thought that you'd just been able to tune in the channel and watch some crowbar on TV. And you're looking back like, Hey, we're going to play this next. And we're like, what you're going to do this now? Right on. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it works, you know, it definitely works. So it, it, it's something, you know, something, uh, we're looking forward to, to Saturday big time and, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, that's good. it's gonna be a blast, dude. We'll we'll we're we're gonna definitely tune in. We're longtime fans, man. We played shows with you over the years, and you were on the pod a few years ago. I think you were promoting the latest record. It was uh, when the Serpent Only Lies. I think you played. Okay, down, yeah, yeah. Played in Kent, Ohio. Yeah, there. my yeah. my band actually played with you guys then. So <laughs> I'm trying to think in, in Kent, Ohio. I'm trying to think uh, the outpost. Out, the outpost. You, you know, it was that one place you played where all them kids were happy to see you and they wore the black t-shirts. <laughs> you know, I was that one guy that talked to you and you know talked to you about right. music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, those, those smaller markets, I think, are just a lot more appreciative sometimes of bands like you guys coming through town, man. Oh, I mean, they really are. A lot of them. Um, a lot of them. I do remember that show now. Um, <laughs> The weather sucked outside. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man. It, it you know a lot of times you know like we, we'll do a tour with with a you know we we we've, we've been doing more like uh, support you know slots on tours and then on off days we do our own headlining shows and it's normally always like a smaller market um, and you know the show those shows end up being great. Well, we got, uh, you know, I mean, our area has always been huge, a huge crowbar area for fans. I mean, it's like you would think, you know, when you go to a local show around here, we're playing different shows. You would think that crowbar is like from the area with the amount of shirts and everything you wow. see on people. It's it's insane. I mean, you see the guy, you know, 20 years ago, you'll see it. You'll see a guy on stage with a crowbar shirt on, you know, and then you'll see him 
play a show 20 years later and he's got a different crowbar shirt or maybe right, that right. same one that looks like his <laughs> yeah. dog's been chewing on it, you know, for 20 years, but he's still wearing it. I mean, it's amazing, you know, the, uh, the impact that your bands have had on the area. It's just outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that, that, and that's killer, man. You know, we, we really, really appreciate the support big time. Yeah. I know you guys, uh, have a new album in the can is it completely done and when did you record it did you record it pre-covid and, and have to push it, it back or yeah it's been done uh for a year <laughs> basically <laughs> uh you know so we can't wait to get it out but then again there's no you know it's like it, well i think we're i think we're just regardless if this if this euro thing you know is, is able to, to happen or not i think we're just going to put it out like in October anyway, it's just, it's time, you know, I mean, we right. can't sit on it forever, but then again, it made no sense to put it out, you know, eight months ago or something, you know, um, it, it, because people forget about it. I mean, you know, like the right. diehards will grab it, but when you're not on tour, you can't really, you know, it's a lot harder to hype, hype the record. And, you know, I mean, we're not, not putting out a record, not touring behind it is just, it's just strange. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we can get this thing out in October. Um, and you know we're all excited for all that, all that potentially you know all the potential stuff in the future. You know we're all excited for. Are you giving out titles of it yet, or no? Probably just gonna hang on for a minute. Yeah, for a little bit. Uh, but it, I'm, I mean, you know, we we all love it. All the guys in the band. Uh, it's a it's a killer record. So um, we've actually already shot two videos for it as well. Nice. So uh, you know we're, we're waiting on getting those things edited. Well, you know we'll have like a you know, one or two singles or whatever and videos, you know, two videos come out and all leading up to the release of the record. Oh, just to get some, some promotion out there. But, um, but yeah, you know, so we're ready to get the fucking the record out. It's like, you know, geez, I'm, you know, it's, you know, it's been strange, but you know, I mean, my wife and I and our, our family and everything, we're all doing fine. All the guys in the band are doing great. Uh, so we're getting by, you know, which is right. we're lucky. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, I know you said you can't. You don't want to give any inf information about the about the new album or anything. I don't want to. I don't want to push you on that. But I mean, you know, maybe you could just hum a couple bars for us. You know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I'll say is, I think it's a good a good mixture of uh, you know, of of everything that that is crowbar with a few you know new surprises in it. Um, Fantastic. It's uh, you know, yeah, ton, yeah. tons of great great riffs, heavy tunes, some doomy stuff. Nice. You know, some up, a little bit of upbeat stuff, uh, just a little bit of everything, you know, but I mean, you know, it really came out great production wise. Uh, we were all happy with, with everything, uh, you know, so we just can't wait to get the fucking thing out. Did you guys, uh, do you guys usually stay at the same studio for the last, I mean, for at least for the last few records, has it been the same kind of production crew in the same place or, you know? Yeah, yeah. We, we actually record in, well, I'm sorry, we actually rehearse in the same building that the studio is in the studio is just kind of you walk through a few different doors in the hallway or whatever and you're in our side where we rehearse um oh, man, and yeah. then we would go to studio and actually we do the live streams from from the studio side as well so the whole thing works out great you know we don't even have to literally we don't have to go outside you know well, that's convenient I mean, yeah so i mean you know we um but yeah we have Dwayne simino um uh, produce again you know record everything produce everything and uh you know the totally everything came out great man it really it really did yeah we're pumped for it dude i think i we've we've talked about this with other guests on the podcast but i i kind of believe 
that there is a rock and roll like kind of metal renaissance on the way because a lot of bands are in your same position where they've recorded records and just kind of holding on to them until shit gets more normal. So it's either going to be this year or early next year. I think there's going to just be an explosion. How that's what that's going to look like as far as the touring market goes is going to be fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I mean it, it, it. It's good and it's bad. I mean, it's already been because you know people don't don't buy records like they used to. So right. it's already been oversaturated for a long time. That's why we we've been doing a lot of uh, support, you know, slots because you know we pretty much can make the same money as a headline show. But then you know we're 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 out with a bigger band that you know it help it helps with the oversaturation of the of the market. You know, um, right? I mean, every, every freaking band possible you know uh, up before this covid shit was on tour as, as often as they could you know right right yeah dude we just talked to blasco ozzy osborne's bass player and he plays in zach sabbath too but yeah yeah he's the a and r for um ripple music now and he was saying that actually like this has been a really good year for these smaller record companies because everybody's at home so they're they're either buying the downloads or buying a lot of vinyl so i that was good yeah year too no, big time. The vinyl thing is crazy. I mean, it's like when you when you, it's literally like you know five or six months uh, for you to be able to press up vinyls. That's how that's how many people are doing. And I, I had heard something earlier in in twenty twenty that um it was the first time in thirty five years that vinyl outsold CDs as physical products. Yeah. So. I mean, because most all the vinyls come with like a download thing in it right. anyway. Right. So, I mean, you got the best of both worlds, you know, but I mean, that helps because people are buying physical product instead of just doing it, you know, just downloading it to their phone or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of bands are doing like, they're like doing autographs on the vinyl and then shipping, you know, they're, that's how they're selling the shit. They're like, they're, right, doing, right. A lot of, they're doing a lot of that on Instagram and stuff. And it's, they're killing it with that stuff. You know, they're drawing little pictures on the vinyl and stuff. And fans really appreciate that shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. Before, before COVID, I mean, you obviously announced your return to down and, you know, the down live stream and the 25th anniversary of NOLA. Um, have you guys been writing in that band at all? I mean, because I, I there was I, I believe there were plans to do an acoustic EP, and I was just waiting for that dude because I you know Down kills it on that stuff you know, and I was like, yeah, uh, an acoustic EP from Down would be fucking amazing. Oh yeah, I mean, really, I think the next thing that we're gonna do with Down is a is a cover song EP, you know. Um, because we like, you know, fucking around with different stuff and we're influenced by so many different styles. But, um, you know, we're, we're gonna, I think we need to do a cover song EP. And then, you know, there's still talk, of course, you know, with, with uh, you know, the acoustic acoustic EP and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we just f- found out ourselves, really, you know, that, you know, yeah, a couple, well, a while back before we, we decided to do the four EPs, you know, we was kind of like, you know, we were like, you know what, this is an easier way to do it than trying to come up with, you know, right. 12, like 12 songs and, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, so, uh, you know, we'll see, but I think the next, next thing, um, that is, is lined up for us is definitely, uh, doing a, a cover song EP. So that's looking fun. forward yeah. to that. We just, go, we just gotta, uh, agree on like six songs to, yeah. to do. <laughs> that's tough. Well, we, we don't want to do the obvious shit. I mean, we don't, don't want to do, you know, Sabbath and yeah. stuff like that. Right. So, um, you know, which we're, we're trying to find, trying to find some uh obscure stuff you know that that fits our style have, have you guys come close <clears throat> to like some bands um 
Not, I mean, yes and no. Uh, but, you know, uh, the more we talk about it, you know, the more, yeah, the it, more it, ch- it changes, right? So, you know, there's like 30 songs that have been mentioned. So, yeah, you right. know, we'll, we'll we'll see. But you know, we're definitely I'm looking forward to, to working on that. You know, it, it should be should be a good time. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know you you obviously don't remember this, but we've we've played our paths have crossed in our bands over the past 20 years, different times, different places. We've we've had you on our little Winnebago in Cleveland, and this is back cool. before before. Uh, Zach Wilde was coming out with Black Label Society, and you kind of broke that to us in the in the back of our Winnebago over some Coors Lights, and uh, and you, we were we were asking you about Dreamweaver, and uh, you were going over some stuff about that, and it was pretty pretty good. I mean, it's it's still like one of my one of my favorite covers. You know, you put it on, and it's so. I mean, it's it's kind of ironic, but it's it's a really good version. Like I could imagine that song have been written, you know, to be that way. You know, it's it's just right, right. it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Um, yeah, it's just it was kind of done almost just as a goof. You yeah, know? and then we ended up saying, "Fuck it, let's, you know, let's put it on." Yeah, on the uh, on a on a record. And it got a Davida dude. That's your best. Oh my cover. god, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. See, see, you were humming the guitars on that. See, you know. Yeah, yeah that was fantastic. <laughs> that was some good shit, dude. I mean, we've had many a, a, a fun night. Oh, dude. Action. Yeah, man. Awesome. I mean, one thing I didn't know about NOLA is that it, it did go platinum. And what I've always wondered oh, was was about the rest of the catalog because Down 2 was so anticipated when it when it came out. Like, all of us Down fans, because we've been Down fans since 95. Right, and, right. And we were waiting for that second one for fucking seven years. And <laughs> it finally came out, and it just seemed like all the fans bought it, but it kind of... It went. I guess what I'm trying to get to is like, why aren't there like the vinyl reissues for the 25th anniversary? I know you guys probably don't have anything to do with that because it's major label stuff, but it's like, it's like, why? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the band doesn't do much at all, so it's not something that we're all involved with, you know, regularly. Right. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of you know stuff could have been done, um, you know, but I mean, I mean, hey, you know, we, you know, it's no fault of ours. We had three big right. festivals in Europe planned. We had the right, second right. Las Vegas plan, you know, and yeah. we, when we couldn't do that, we said, you know what, let's, let's do, let's fucking, uh, you know, do, do, do one of these live streams and just make it a big, you know, a big production and, yeah. uh, and really rehearse, you know, our asses off and be, be in top form. So, yeah, you know, we, uh, we, we, were, we really enjoyed it. I think the down catalog just needs, needs reissued really i mean i i want to see i want to see over the under on vinyl and down to on vinyl too i think that record belongs on on analog vinyl did you guys record that on tape or did you do it digitally yeah we did i know we did at least the drums on two inch and then dropped them on in the pro tools um <clears throat> we might have done it all on two i mean i, I don't know i, I know <laughs> i know we had i know we had the old two inch tape machine but then again, I know it was dropped in, you know, into digital format on Pro Tools. So, yeah, um, it's such a it's but, such a good good sound to do the, you know, to do the tape. But it's so easy to get it on the computer, man. It's just so easy. it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like cheating, you know, when you're doing it that way. But it it just has that that old feel. Yeah, on, it definitely does. Yeah, I just got the uh, feel. I just got that reissue. Uh, pressing of uh, time heals nothing man and it's just like you 
you, you listen to that and it came with a digital copy. So it, it jumped right on my phone. So, which means it's right in my car. So either I'm, <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. I'm at the house at the bar down there spinning it, you know, jamming out or I'm in the car. I mean, dude, I, I got to tell you, man, over the years, I mean, there's really, I, you know, I got my favorites obviously, but I mean, there's really not a bad, like there's not an album you know, or a disc even that you get on one of your things you know, or one of your uh, types of media and anything you jump on on your albums. It's not one that you're trying to like, oh, skip over that crap. I want to get over here. You know, it just doesn't happen. And there's there's you know, I'm not trying to you know blow any smoke up your butt there, but I'm just telling you, man, I mean, this stuff's all great. Timeless and shit. every time you guys got something coming down the pipe, oh, we're, we're sitting there like waiting to listen to it, you know, so. It's it's just fantastic, but uh, yeah, we're first day buyers, dude. Every yeah. <laughs> well, I pre- that. that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, before we let you go, I have a question. I I, I know the answer already because you told me this story. I just want to I just want to get this on the podcast because you told us this amazing story about uh, you and Pep meeting uh, Jimmy Page. I think it was at Download Festival, and the reason why I bring it up is because Ross Halfin had pictures of it. Um, with the band, you know, various members of the band, and he just posted it on his Instagram not too long ago. And- yeah, we it was actually yeah, at a high voltage festival. Okay. And uh, and all of a sudden, as Jimmy Page and Ross Alvin, you know, and we're like, wow, you know, it's almost like, well, are you allowed to approach him? You know, I mean, everybody <laughs> else, you know, I mean, I was having lunch two days earlier with uh. Well, lunch consisted of beers, but that's all um, right. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, uh, uh, Billy Gibbons uh, and oh, and yeah. Dusty Hill and and Glenn Hughes. Well, he's Glenn's been sober a long time, but you know, right. we were all sitting at the table together because all the bands stayed kind of at the same hotel, and you know, it was, it was just it was it was a cool thing, man. It was a really cool cool uh, festival. But yeah, meeting Jimmy Page is probably one of the few star star struck towns, you know. I bet, uh, dude. Yeah. So how do you approach that? Like, what do you say to him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Page. Yeah. Right. I said, Mr. Page. Or yeah. you know. I said, I got to say hello to him once we were, we were watching a uh, page and plant in Cleveland in like 95 and we got like front row. It was like side of the stage, like stage, right? Like it was uh no stage left is on Jimmy's side. And we were like right on yeah, the ramp yeah. when they came up and Robert and Jimmy come up and I'm like two feet from him. I was like, what's up, Jimmy? And he's like, Hey, how's it going? And he goes up on stage. He's like, yeah, I got it in. Oh man, you guys are friends. You didn't even tell me. You got... oh, yeah. Man. We're buddies. I don't know if you guys uh, know that. But... Talk to each other That's when it cool. rains. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was really nice. I mean, you know, we chatted for a few minutes. He was, he was real nice. Yeah, that's so. that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I just wanted to get that on the pod, dude, because <laughs> that kind of shit is so fucking cool, and the pictures are even cooler. But man, uh, right on. Um, let's let's give another plug to this. We'll uh, we'll publish this tomorrow, and we'll be watching that live stream for sure, man. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so it's uh, Crowbar, uh, four p.m. Eastern on Saturday, the twentieth of February. So we're, we're looking very. Yep, we're looking very forward to it. So. All right, brother. Thanks for talking to us. Let's do it again when the record comes out, man. We'll be in touch. And, Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, we can do it in person again. That's, yeah. That's, this is what we we normally do these podcasts in person, but uh, we just haven't over the last year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll do that soon, man. And uh, good luck out there. Take take care of yourselves and uh, appreciate we'll see, it. We'll see you soon, man. We'll see you. Thank All right, you. y'all. Take it easy, bro. Take Thank it you. Easy. Bye. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
Love talking to that. Oh, dude. (laughs) You know, every time you sit there and talk to him, it's like he's sitting right over there. You know, he's just, he's a down to earth cat. I can't, I've never, I've never had a conversation with him. And obviously, you know, like I'm just, you know, he meets tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. I don't expect him to know anything about me. Yeah. It's probably tough to remember. But like, he always seems to be, feel genuine. Like he's, appreciating the time that you're spending talking to him. Right. You know, he's not, uh, he's not like, oh, hey, you know, get out of here. You know, like he's, you know, I saw him at the house of blues, uh, 2000, actually February 14th, 2006. I have the, I have the shirt from that show. I choked a dude out in the pit because he he kicked my beer out of my hand. You know, it was a wonderful Valentine's day. It was a cattle decapitation, all kinds of different bands were there but i mean you know i saw him and i was like hey you need a coors light he's like that sounds good when got him a coors light you know i mean it was like we sat there you know you don't you know you don't expect to have a lot of time with somebody like that no, I mean, not a show, hundreds dude. of other people around that want right hey man that's but, why um, the, that's why doing the podcast is so fucking cool you know oh the pods are fantastic yeah we, i mean we've gotten the chance to just t- just sit down and kind of chill with people especially in a live situation too when you're like face to face after you sit down for five minutes, kind of settle, and you can get more. You can just shoot the shit, and just you don't have to ask them, you know, career questions. You can just oh, yeah. like, what are you listening to? Like, I wanted to do that with them, but you know, it's yeah. like maybe another time. You know, what are you getting into? You if know? you weren't a guitar player, you know, what would you be? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, man, where I mean, we're all music fans, and, and no matter how big you get, if you're doing the right kind of shit, like you're just you would want to talk about music for hours no, and hours. Of course not. The same the same questions all over and over again. Right. You know, I I, I try not to keep it. Uh, you know, keep it too heavy with them, you know, like, oh, yeah, why don't you uh, hum a few, uh, few yeah, bars right. of that, you know, like. Yeah, you I know, think they're just, you know, I think, I, I, you know, personally, I've been interviewed, <laughs> I know you've probably been interviewed over the years, and it's like, <laughs> just chill out, let's just have fun, you know, and we'll talk about whatever. Yeah, you know? I don't care, you know, I right. mean. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm jumping on other podcasts and stuff, too, so they're interviewing me. And I've been yeah. interviewed for the bands and stuff a bunch. And it's just like, yeah, let's just chill and have a conversation. You know, a lot of these podcasters are like very prepared and, and I appreciate all that too. And it's cool to have a meaningful conversation. And it, it, you know, that that's the section of, of their conversation of it. That is that, you know, they're, they're, they're putting their curiosity into it and they want to talk to you. So yeah. it, that's cool too. So a little prep and there's just a little chill, you know, just like at shows when we're all just oh, cutting yeah. the shit, you know, yeah. I mean, that's so fucking much. That last that last pod you did with him, you and Paul, uh, at the show, like I just I stumbled upon you guys in the green room. I just walked past you guys. I was gonna go to the bathroom and take a pee there, and uh, you know, look at myself in the mirror. You know, um, why you were peeing? Of weird. course. That's well, weird. no, I look at myself, so I don't have to look at somebody else. I mean, right. it's, it's right, 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 you know, yeah. a little more formal. I look, but, uh, I look at him. I look at the other person who right lost just, eyes with him. Like, mm, well, you know, I mean, there on? wasn't nobody else in there. It's oh. just. Although that's the bathroom in the outpost, you know, it has that, that, uh, that toilet's up on a, up on like a platform, like a drum riser. Yeah, and it's got that's a, it, right. It's got a handrail. Like somebody's going to stand in front of you yeah. and watch you. It's like, what are you doing, man? It's like fucking, you got a fucking bubble wall right there by the toilet, by the toilet. You know, it's kind of strange. Yeah. It's very but, strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I stumbled across you guys and I was like, oh, we're going to take a picture of this, you know? And yeah, we're doing the podcast in this green room. <laughs> it's actually a blue room and you can well, see the picture on our Instagram, uh, you know, you scroll down a ways and you can see a picture of me and Paul and and uh, and Kurt and Dave was there and he took the pictures. But there's a bathroom next door and they they built this like throne 
There's like big like drum riser with yeah. a toilet on it. It's like, you know, majestic for the outpost. You know? It would have been fine, but there's a fucking handrail. It's like there's a handrail. Like What's somebody's going on in here? Lean on the handrail like you get ready to play your next concerto. What are you doing? Giving birth on that thing or what? What's <laughs> going hell? on, dude? Like, I mean, are you are you expecting an applaud at the end? I mean, a performance? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, you guys got you guys got fucking a heat theory got a uh, good old Kirk. It's like drunk on your Winnebago bus. Oh, dude. Back in New Orleans? In New Orleans right? No, we were at the flying trailer. Oh, I mean, the yeah, flying Ohio, machine right. up up in, what, Lorraine or some shit? Maslin? No, Lorraine. no, not the machine in Maslin. It was like the flying machine. It used to be one of Mitch's places. Yeah, and, rest uh, in peace, Mitch. Yeah. And it was up at, up in Cleveland, Lorraine, whatever. It was up, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's in Cleveland for all. It's all, all Cleveland. It's overseas all... <laughs> and the United States don't know what the fuck we're talking about. It's a Cleveland area of Ohio. Yeah, Northeast Ohio. Yeah. Any, anyhow, we go in there and he's got, uh, you know, he comes on uh, this 73 Winnebago. We we called the Rot Box. The Rotten Box, It was dude. just this rotten wooden interior Winnebago <laughs> that, that we Winnebago. rebuilt. And uh, we rebuilt the inside, and he's in the back hanging out with us, just just down in beers, and uh, we're just getting him drunk. You know, we're throwing Coors lights at him, and uh, his bass. Or no, I was I can't. I don't think Todd Strange was with him. I was a bass player. I think his name was Woods or something. He kept going, yeah. "Hey Woods, Hey Woods!" He's yelling They're at him. Me. And uh, he didn't want to drink though, right? Oh my, was it? Stone no, it was definitely beer pressure. Dude. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we, yeah, trying not to get wasted. Here you go. I think Stone was just cracking beers as he was yeah. saying, "Don't, don't give me that shit." Oh yeah, yeah. But he he talked. He was talking about this is a long time ago. He was talking about uh, uh, when Rolled. when Phil Phil brought him out to a party and made him you know paint himself green so he'd run around like yeah, the, the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. The Hulk, bro. We've all seen that video. He was talking about that. He was talking about. Uh, you know, Zach Wilde and like, oh, yeah, Zach Wilde's got this black label society. He was like telling us this stuff like before it came out, which was really kind of cool. Right, and then right. you've seen it happen. You know, we've seen all this stuff happen and, and, and take place. And, and it's just, you know, I mean, there's really not a bad black label society album either. And, and uh, I do have a, you know, quite a conspiracy theory about a lot of things, but I'm pretty sure that, that Zach Wilde did a lot of the vocals on a lot of Ozzy Osbourne stuff. I'm just going to put that Whoa, out there. Bro. I have no, I have no. I have no nothing to substantiate. I don't that. think so, dude. I mean, uh, Ozzy's more than capable still to this day. Yeah, but he's a fucking. Listen badass. to a lot of lot of black label stuff, man. Oh, I yeah, mean, well, Zach's vocals are very good and very Ozzy Osbourneish. You need to go to the uh, Zach Sabbath show when they come back I around. Totally need to go to that, and when they I'll come you around, know, dude, you've got to get Zach because you've already got the other two guys. Yeah, man. Velasco's you know? been on twice, yeah, and Velasco, Joe. Oh, yeah. I need to get Joey Castillo back on. That yeah. dude's a bad motherfucker. Oh, that was a, a fantastic interview. I listened to that the other day. I'd love to get Zach on, man. That'd be great. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, fuck. I, I mean, it's so fun. But yeah, he does. They do Ozzy era Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. like deep tracks and shit. But yeah. I mean, yeah, he he mimics Ozzy to the to the core. But I'm so dude. Good. I saw Ozzy a couple years ago, and he was fucking phenomenal, man. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's doing it. I'm just saying that like, right, you're he could he the, could do it. The Dave Theory podcast. Well, come, you come haven't heard the Dave Theory podcast, but no, uh, it hasn't you know. happened yet, folks. Well, but we're gonna get it there. I've got a couple. Uh, I've got a couple theories about a couple different things. You know, I mean. Who knows? We might talk about that one day. We might talk about the fucking Loch Ness monster. You don't know. We might do a whole thing yeah. about Bigfoot. We might do uh, Kurt Cobain. You know? Oh well, well, we get Courtney Love on there, and we'll just ask her all the hard questions. You yeah, know? I'm sure she she'd jump right on our pocket. She, <laughs> she is a, a elusive one. 
Well, we could probably we could probably toss her a couple rocks or something. She might answer the phone. Damn, dude. Well, now that you said that, probably not. Well, my my I'm hopes just, and dreams just are kidding. dashed. Jeez, we've just gotten canceled. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> fucking thanks for listening, everyone. This is uh, you know impromptu. It's a very fucking short notice, so we hope you dig it. Yeah, you should. We had some good good talking to with the the Kurt Winstein from Crowbar. So. We'll be back really soon. Yeah. Party on, Dave.